What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar. This week, we have the great Alex Toll. I absolutely loved this chat, guys. He is such a character, so enjoyable to talk to. And also, when you really sit back and look at the, the way he's played, I know the Tigers haven't gone that well, but Alex Toll, as a defensive player, has done some incredible things. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this chat and have a newfound respect for just how tough and good a player Alex Twoll is, uh, and, he, and he loves the club. And I think that he is going to be, a, if they are going to bounce back, it's going to be a huge part played by Alex Twoll. As usual, brought to you by the beer of sport, bloke in a bar. When I was coming up with the recipe, I wanted some really easy drinking, something that when I imagined it, I imagined one of the boys, all the girls getting home from work, worked all week, you sit down, you watch the sport, and it's on your beautiful big screen TV. You lay back in your couch or your chair, and you enjoy a smooth, crisp, cold beer. That's what I envisioned. So, Bloke and Bar beer, the beer of summer, the beer of sport. Grab a case from your local independent. Go to blokeandabar.com. You put in your postcode. It'll show you the closest store. Uh, it also supports the platform. If you enjoy all the content and you, you want us to grow and you want us to bring in more shows, bring in more guests, bring in, you know, create more uh, content for you guys, grab a case of Bloke in a Bar because that's how we grow. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby! Just a Bloke in a Bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar, brought to you by the crispest, smoothest lager in the land, the beer of footy, the beer of Australian sport. But I have my guest here with me, the great Alex Twell. What's going on, brother? Hi, right, brother. Yeah, going good, man. How are you going? How's the off-season been for you? Yeah, it's been all right, man. Not much to do at the moment, to be honest with you. Just mm. you know, cruising, just sort of enjoying the time off. Yep. Going dinners with the missus, doing yeah. all that, you know, getting Eating the brownie whatever points. whatever you want, or you've been, you oh, been pretty good? No, nah, I've been looking after the rig, you know. <laughs> still training, still going to the gym and that, but yep. um, yeah, still sort of trying to stay in shape. You know what is good about the off-season if you, if you enjoy training, especially in gym? Like, you can get big because the contact, you don't have the contact breaking down your muscle. 100%, bro. Like, when people don't get it, but when you're actually playing, like, mm. week in, week out, you yep. actually lose so much muscle 100%. and fitness and that because you're just trying to, like, recover your body and, yep. you know, you cop one bad knock on the weekend and, oh. you know, you're not lifting weights for two weeks. Mate, so. how bad is that when you feel like you're deflating? Yeah, And all the boys are getting jacked and you're like, <laughs> yeah. far out, man. I just want to get big again. 100%, bro. Um, you know, what was a you know, very, very tough year for you boys, but you personally, I thought, you know, you had one of your better years and you, you only missed, I think it was like 12 tackles the whole season. Is, is, is defence something for you that you really enjoy or is that just something that you've tried to work on? Or I guess it's sort of just the role I sort of play in the team at the moment. Yep. You know, we, we obviously haven't done too well over the last couple of seasons and, you know, speaking on 2021, it wasn't too much of a good year for the, the Tigers. But, you know, I think, you know, one thing... You know, you've always got to have down pat as your defence. And it was just sort of, yeah, sort of just, yeah, it's been tough. Like, you know, we, we were leaking a lot of points and stuff. So it was personally a focus for, of mine, you know, sort yep. of try to be steady in that department. It's, um, it, it man, it, ah, fuck, I can't explain to people how tough it can be when you're in some a situation like, you know, the Tigers were this year where the boys are all tr- training their asses off. And every week you, you kind of like make an agreement with each other, like let's just rip and tear, boys. And then... For some reason, it just doesn't work on the weekend. What was it like internally, you know, this season with the boys? Was was it a matter of, like, obviously you'd feel down, but were you just trying to get each other's, like, back up again? And, and what was the feeling like internally? Yeah, of course. Well, personally, I, I, I take losses like, quite hard, man. Like, so after, after a loss, man, it takes me, like, three or four days to, you know, really find my groove again. But, um, 
you know, when we go to training and that, you know, the boys are always upbeat, you know, but at the same time, you know, like, you know, it's you tough, know yourself, bro. man. Yeah, it's, it's tough to put a smile on your face, man, because, you know, winning is everything, you know, yep. especially in rugby league. So who's who's the the energy, uh, I guess, leader? Who brings the energy back up or tries to at least? I'd probably have to say Noffa, man. Noffa, yeah, the he's great so, Noffa Luma. Yeah, when, when he's Luma. up, he's up and he brings the boys with him, but when he's down, he, <laughs> you know, he takes the boys down with him. So, yeah, yeah. It's just the roller goes to yeah, bro. Yeah, but yeah, probably Noffa, man. There's a few men. Dane Laurie, you know, he's, he's young. Oh, he's good, yeah, bro. He's, he's a bit really chirpy good. when he wants to. Is so. Adam Dewey as much of a pest as he seemed like in that documentary, or was that a bit of carry on there? Nah, I think it was a bit of carry on, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, he's good, man. He, he's quiet. He's, you know, he just goes about his business. No, I, I really like him. He, he was one of, he was actually, he was probably one of my favourite players yeah. the last season. I love the energy that he did bring to you guys. Um, he's also of Lebanese heritage as well. Yeah, 100%, man. So yeah. you're boys. Boys. Yeah, yeah. we're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what about for you personally? You know, you know, only missing, you know, 12 tackles was... You said that it was a focus for you, but was that something that Madge had spoken to you as well? Like, mate, I need you to deliver X amount. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, was that part of your process or? Not really, man. Sort of the role I was playing in the team was like high minutes, like mm. sort of fronty, like, you know, sort of in the middle there. So I was, I was playing like, you know, close to 80 minutes, like trying to play close Moving to 80 between minutes every 13 week, so. and four, uh, front row, hey? Like yeah. sometimes you play 13. Sort of, yeah, but mainly like, you know, my preferred is always, always the front row. But Yeah, I like in the front row too. But um, yeah, in terms of... You know, this season it was sort of like our, def- our focus was our defence. Unfortunately, yeah. like, you know, the season sort of, you know, our defence was sort of a theme of, you know, of our losses. And mm. so I just thought personally take it upon myself just to make sure that my defence is, is good and playing yeah. my part. And But, um, yeah, that's what sort of it's came down tough, to. Mate. Yeah. It's fuck. I just, again, as, as I said off, off camera, and even with the Broncos boys when they were struggling, like when I see a team struggling like that, I know what it's like. Like a lot of... Um, fans and rightly so, you know, every, every fan has a right to their opinion or whatever, but they they don't understand that when you see a team lose, just because the players aren't on the field, you know, in tears, doesn't mean they're not yeah. absolutely stinging the whole week. Not just like a few 100%. days. Like when I used to, when I lost, I would honestly be filthy for at least at least three to four days. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Like I said, yeah, a couple of days would take me after loss, and Adam's the same. We're just pretty much speaking to each other straight after yep. every game, and just sort of trying to get around each other and that. But yeah, it's, it's always tough, man, after a loss, and especially because you know when sort of this year I got put in that leadership group with Adam and yep. Jimmy Tarmel and Brooksy and that, and mm. sort of you take it a bit more personally as well because you know that you know you're you, you've had been a couple of years at the club now, so, you know it's a sort of a part of your DNA and yeah. So every loss, you know, hurts. But in saying that, every win, you know, it feels, feels so, good. so good. Yeah. So, um, do you do you play FIFA with Adam? I know he loves a bit of fucking FIFA, doesn't he? No, nah, yeah, he's a bit it? of a kid, bro. No, nah, I don't. I don't play much games. But he, he loves it, doesn't he? He loves it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Mate, he, talks, he, he reckons he's the king. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say he thinks he's a king, eh? Yeah, I reckon that's doubtful. Who else plays. is pretty good at it? Um, him, Noffa, Noffa. always go at it, but I think Adam is better. Oh, you reckon Adam's got him? Yeah, well, they versed each other a couple of times up when we were up in Brisbane, and yeah. I think he got him. So, oh, yeah, fuck Adam yeah. doesn't got a misses, but so he's got plenty of time. So, oh, uh, under thumb, you reckon? Yeah, he's under <laughs> the thumb, bro. <laughs> I'm trying oh. to find him one, one of my misses mates or something. <laughs> um, what was it like, you know, going into the bubble up in Brizzy this year? Yeah, it was tough, man. Like my misses, like got pretty, you know. Um, old school parents and sort of they didn't let her come up to Brisbane. They yeah, didn't yeah. like they didn't like, really like the idea of us staying in the same hotel yeah, room yeah, or whatnot because yeah. we're not married and that. So she's um it was like tough. quite traditional. Yeah, in tradi- a sense. traditional. Yeah, so yeah. like don't sleep out of their house and whatnot. Yeah. Is that like traditional culturally or religious wise? 
Oh, a bit of both, bit man. Of both. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Bit of both. And so that was tough. Like, obviously, not having my missus up there, my yep. family. That would um, be tough. But it was good in, in the sense, you know, I got to get close with a lot of the boys that I probably wouldn't spend too much time with outside of footy, you know. Mm. So it was it was mad in that sense. Like, you've been around the boys every day, yep. wake up, breakfast with each other. I got real close with, you know, like, Adam and, like, obviously, they were all, like, part, like room partners and that. So mm. you get closer with the boys, which I reckon will, like, put us in good stead going forward for this year because... Yep. Just being forced to, you know, wake up and be with each other every day, mm. it just became like you just wanted to wake up and see the boys. Like Absolutely. It, it was mad. So it sort of brought our bond closer. And yep. I reckon when your bonds are stronger off the field, you know, it does help on 100%. the field. So hundred yeah. percent. Who was um who was the, the who was the biggest pest of the season living with? And who was the who was the best? Who would you give best bloke and worst bloke? In a funny way, worst bloke. Oh, best bloke? Fuck. Probably say Jock Madden. He's one of the younger fellas. Yeah, oh yeah. He's just the ultimate nice guy, bro. You wake up in the morning. If you want to go to breakfast, bro, you say you want to come breakfast. Yeah, 100%, mate. <laughs> he just says no to nothing. And then yep. probably worst bloke, probably say Adam. Like, oh, really? He's one, of, he's one of those typical like kids from like Stratfield. Yeah. Classy area. Oh, no. Mum does everything for him. He's washing, he's cooking, Mom's he's cleaning. I walk into his room, bro, every morning. Yeah. There's like lollies on the ground, bro. His clothes oh, are there. It's just fuck. like... What a grub. Like, mate, your contract <laughs> says you're rich, but when I walk into your room, it tells a different story. But yeah, nah. It all blows. Um, no, yeah, as I said before, Adam Dewey, I, I think he's so good for the club, bro, because you need, a, you need yeah. a guy like that that kind of lifts the energy. And- I reckon he's out... Probably, uh, my opinion, probably our future captain, man. Like, he, yep. he had a mad year in 2021. Like, I yep. thought he was probably one of our best players. And yep. yeah, I think going forward, like, he was a junior for the Tigers. You know, I can't speak highly enough of him. Yep. Not just saying it because he's my mate, but yeah, yep. he generally loves the club. So, no, nah, yeah. he's, he's a gun. Um, take us back to a young fella. So, obviously, um, you're Lebanese now. Are you are you half? Are you, are you both your parents from Lebanon? Like, walk us through your heritage. My mum's Lebanese, mm. and she was, you know, born in Lebanon, and... My dad's Jordanian and he was born in Jordan. Okay. So, no, yeah, not many people know where Jordan is and whatnot. Mm. But, um, yep. yeah, sort of... Is just, Jordan in the Middle East? Yeah, yeah both okay. Middle East, yeah. Yep. Um, sort of just, yeah, they just... I don't even know how, like, they got me me and my brothers into footy, but sort of you just started playing local league, you know, for our Catholic comp over mm. there. So did they from. did they meet, like, move over here and meet here? Or did yep. they meet over in... Where? No, they met here in Australia. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so they met here in Australia. They came over here... Dad didn't have much, so over there, so he came over here looking for a little, uh, uh, sorry, a better, better opportunity at life and yep. get a job. Sort of, you say he's a fencer by trade now. And yeah. my mum came over here, yeah, sort of just came over here with her family. Same thing. Her dad yep. wanted a better life for his kids and stuff. And they came over here, sort of not with much or anything, and mm. sort of just built their way up. My dad built a bit, his business fencing and sort of just a trade, uh, like working his trade and. Mm. Then they sort of, like me and my brothers, like growing up, we sort of just got put in the Catholic comp, mm. just playing for, sort of for fun on Sundays. Yep. And then, um, yeah, bro, like quickly it sort of just grew to love the game, man. We watched like from six to seven, we just watched footy every weekend, man. Yeah, and okay. It sort of just become a part of our DNA growing up. And then, mm. yes, yeah, it wasn't until probably 13, 14 years old, I went to the Saturday comp and mm. started just playing with my mates. So it was just the thing to do, bro. You just go down to the yeah, park 100%. up the road. Yeah. Everyone just, you know, you just, my mates, we didn't have no clue how to play. We just sort of just loved being around each other and just rip in. Yeah. And then it wasn't probably until Harold Math, 16s, when I was at Para. Um, was Para, who was your team growing up that you enjoyed watching? Yeah, Para. Para was my okay. team growing up. Yeah, yep. 100%, man. Yeah, that, that was the team I supported. Yeah. And then um, it wasn't until Harold Maths, man. I was sort of just wanted to make the Harold Maths team, made the 40 man team, whatever made the team. Yeah. 
Ended up getting, having a good year that year. Got like player for player of the year for Para, and then ended up playing 16s Origin. So sort of, from then, I sort of like wanted to be, like play first grade. I thought it was in like it was something that I could you know yeah. strive to do, and ended up playing all my like junior ranks through for Para, SJ Ball, 20s and whatnot. Yeah. And then there came a point where I was I was still supposed to be like still eligible to be playing 20s, but then was playing cup and all, and then um, yeah, so, and sort of just. Didn't really get an opportunity there at Para, sort mm. of just to. So you were so you were playing. You were 18 years old or 19 years old yeah. playing cup. Yeah. And this was with Parramatta. At this stage, did you have an extended like were you pl- uh, playing or sorry training with the first grade squad? Yeah, yeah, I was training with the first grade squad. So Do you I, remember that first conversation when they asked you to come to the first grade squad, or you know? Yeah, I, I still remember. It was like three or four games in some. Like I was playing 20s, three yeah. or four games in, and then I remember like. The high performance and the coach pulled me in. And they said, "Oh, we want you to start coming and train with us." And yeah, that was massive for me, man. Because yeah, I was yeah. like training with blokes like at the time it was like Chris Sandow. Yeah, um, the great Chris Sandow. Yeah, there was like other bloke Nathan Peets was there at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was heaps of mad blokes like Anthony Watmau just signed with the club. Yep. So it was yeah, it was it was pretty you know awesome. I still remember that going home. My mum was like he's proud of me and that, especially yep. like being you know Middle Eastern parents didn't like really come from much. You know, yep. that them being able like to break sort of news like that. Mm. Then it was massive for them just to be training with them. Absolutely, that. like I, I had a, a similarish conversation to Josh Mansour, and you know they come from something that a lot of Aussies just can't understand. You know mm. the, the 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 struggles that some countries have compared yeah. to what we have here and, and the opportunities we have. So for them to come to a new country, don't know the language, I'm assuming they didn't know when they were yeah. growing up, and then for you to be excelling so much, it it's. It means a lot. Like for example, it means a lot to an Aussie kid, but yeah. I think it would mean a lot more to someone like your family because of the the sacrifices that they've made. You know what I mean? Like to come yeah. to a whole new country. You, there's no internet. You don't know what the country's like. You, it would just be. It would be so much tougher than you give it credit for. You know, hundred percent, bro. Like yeah, like they didn't really come from much, and like I said, like footy was from age of seven for my family. Like my mum and dad, like they know every player, every team. Mm. They sort of just love the game, so, so to be able to break That's the so news good. for them, they're always going to be training with first guy was just massive for yeah, them. So hundred percent. Yeah, and, and then do you remember that rocking up in the first the first sessions or anything like that? Yeah, I was nervous as bro. <laughs> okay. I sort of just yeah, sort of just stay out of the way and yep. just sort of absorb everything, absorb the experience, but um. So you're playing cup, you're a teenager, and so did you go to, and you make New South Wales under 20s, uh, and you make the junior kangaroos in both 2015 and 2016. Um, what was it like making those sides? Did that give you a lot of, co- like, were you starting to truly believe, like, wow, I should be playing NRL, or I can play NRL, or? Yeah, I, th- I think the first year I played JKs, I, think I was probably the only, like, I was one of the only blokes that was not full-time yet. With wow. first grade, so that, to me that was like, all right, well, you know, it's realistic for me now because yeah. I think the first year I was playing, bro, I was playing with like the first year of junior kangaroos. The, the team was stacked, but I was in awe of most of the players. It was like mm. at the time, who was in the team it was like Hastings was playing consistent first grade. He was fullback. Yep. He was a young gun. Robert Jennings, blokes like that. Yep. They were just already playing first grade, and I, I sort of hadn't played first grade yet. Yeah, and that was just a massive, you know, massive confidence booster for myself. You mm. know, being in that team and. Yeah, that was just massive. So yeah, I guess I yeah, but making that them sort of teams, you do start to believe it, and you yeah. start to become like more of a goal for yourself. Yeah. Mm. And so, did you at this stage? Did you go to Para and say, "Look, I'd like to be in the first grade squad," or do you want to st- Do you want to sign me for longer? Is that how? Like, how did it happen that you know? Because a guy like yourself, you're playing junior kangaroos, you're playing for New South Wales, 
most clubs would have a contract ready definitely like get mm. into our first row squad how did it come that you would leave para the mm. team that you supported as a kid to to end up going to the tigers well they ended up did do, uh, sorry, they ended up giving me full time contract. I did have a two year full time contract with Para at the time, yep. and I, I was training and stuff. But then I started playing cup and that, and I started playing all right. So, mm. and um, sort of just yeah, didn't really get a shot like mm. to play. So yeah, that was that was tough, and the team wasn't going too well and mm. and whatnot. Like the the first grade team wasn't going too well at the time, and that was sort of tough like just being a young fella you're just eager you just want to you know yeah. tick off that goal off your bucket 100%. list but and everyone around you that you played with is making their debut yeah and you start thinking fuck like i'm not yeah. gonna make it i'm not gonna make it yeah but i needed to kick back as well like being a front rower i was only 19 or 20 at the time and mm. just needed to sort of you know make sure that i yeah you know continue to progress my game and work on my game so mm. you know it, it was what it was and then it sort of came to a point where oh i had one more year para and then they wanted to extend me but then at the time i hadn't played first grade yet so i was like well i don't know whether i should stay i don't think i mm. I'm, I, th I think personally i, I want to take my, my yeah. career to that next level and totally. then tigers came to the table and sort of they wanted to sign me on a longer term deal and then yeah the rest was history i sort of went to tigers that that following week and then um yeah made my debut the, the really yeah the so literally week. like ivan ivan came to the club and then Pretty much the week after he came to the club, I, I signed with that club. I signed with Tigers. Wow! So it was Ivan that signed you. Yeah, it was Ivan. Do you yeah. remember the phone? Like, was there any other clubs interested? It sort of, it sort of happened so quickly, yeah, man. It wasn't I was just, time to go and I didn't because I was still young. Mm. I didn't want to move. I didn't want to move away from my home and yeah, that. Totally. So totally. Like, Tigers was up the road, and I, was, I sort of told my manager, like, yeah, like that sounds good to me. Like, yeah, they're up the road from my house. I don't need to relocate. Yeah, I don't really want to exhaust any other options. And to be honest, I still had another year at Para. Yeah. So, and that, they wanted to extend me. So mm. it was sort of, it wasn't even the conversation to leave, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay. It sort of just happened so quickly. And then, yeah, Ivan came to Tigers and then I signed there. And then, yeah, like I said, the week after I made my debut. So you were yeah. playing cup for the most of the year. Yeah. And then the week after you make your debut, do you remember the conversation when you, you made your debut? Yeah, I still remember it, man. <laughs> we walked out, like I, I was still new, still trying to like earn the respect of it, like with the boys and that. And I was sort of just quiet, keeping it myself. And then... Yeah. I remember Ivan like sort of just pulled me aside and he goes, mate, you know, I think actually the week, the week I came, I think I came on a Thursday Yeah. and they had captain's run and they, they're playing on a Friday. I did the captain's run with him my first day. What? So I, yeah, Thursday and then Woodsy was playing Origin. And then Ivan said to me on the Thursday, he goes, you're going to come to your captain's run. Yeah, yeah. He goes, just be ready because if Woodsy's not right for, to play on Friday, you play. he goes, you'll play. Were you wigging out? I was wigging out, bro. I was <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> I haven't even met any of the boys. How am I going to play first yeah, game? With and it's your debut. It's yeah. not like you've already played. Yeah, and then it's, I literally like, lucky Woodsy was sweet. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I felt like I needed a bit of time just to get to know the boys. <laughs> Holy like, shit. Yeah, then so the Friday... They played Gold Coast and Woodsy was sweet, so he ended up playing. And then, yeah. yeah, it was the following week I debuted against Newcastle. Far out. And so the conversation, did you get named in the side on the Tuesday or was it later in the week where he said, you're going to make your debut? He named me at 21, but he told me, I think, on a Wednesday and we were playing on the Sunday. So yeah. he gave me plenty of time to think about yeah, it. Yeah. And me, me especially, I'm an overthinker, bro. So I was just thinking of a million different situations in my head, bro, of how this debut is going to turn out. <laughs> Fuck, what was the phone call like to your parents? Oh yeah, that was massive, bro. I think yeah. my mum started crying and that, like, yep. just moments like them, bro. You hold on to for the rest of your life, man. So, Absolutely. yeah, that was massive for me. And then to debut, bro, just 
They reckon crazy. half of the Australian Lebanon community was there. Yeah. Oh, mate, they were in yeah, there. They were It was the most Newcastle's ever seen. <laughs> yeah, they were like, yeah. all these Lebanese people fucking rolling oh, bro, in. Yeah, they had drums and shit. They were rolling oh, with drums, mate. I reckon. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. It was <laughs> How many tickets did you get? What about your first home game? Did you have a bunch of tickets then? Bro, nah. They all come up to Newcastle, oh, bro. Yeah, you, I had, bro. I had like a hundred, bro. Literally, all my mates. You got a hundred tickets. Oh, not literally a hundred, yeah, but like heaps, bro. And okay. then all my mates came. All my like, yeah, all my uncles and that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Everyone came, bro. And everyone was just so happy, man. It was, it was crazy, bro. Like honestly, like I was like that content just after that one game. Yeah, but then totally. I was like, then I wake up the next morning, I was like, nah, I want to play more. Like, 100. You just keep chasing, sort of, um, more and more. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember anything from the game specifically? To be honest, bro. Like, before the game, man, I was. That's probably the only thing I remember, just wigging out. <laughs> I was like, fully wigging. Because like, at the time, man, like, yeah. Newcastle wasn't going well. Yeah. Tigers weren't going great either. Mm. We were like 12th. Newcastle wasn't going well. Mm. It was sort of made out to be like the grand final, bro. <laughs> because it was like the grand final. Like, no, nah, honestly, because like Newcastle had a one for a while yeah. when, I, when we played that game. Both teams needed to win. Like, yeah, it was just massive for the fans. <laughs> yep. Like For the Tigers fans, it would have been massive to get a win. And yep. for Newcastle, it was massive to get a win. Like, yeah. And it was just, it was massive, bro, especially because Ivan just came to the club and yep. there, was, there was big hype around that. And mm. yeah, bro, it was just, it was just like a grand final, bro. Like, and That's all so the, good. The stadium was sold out, man. Like, like speaking to you about them tickets, bro, they were yeah. hard to get. And Far then, out. Yeah, so I don't really remember much besides wigging out. But then <laughs> lucky enough, when I went on, we were up like 20 nil. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, how good is yeah, this? That's, like, That's where you want to come. Did you come on the front row? Yeah, I came on the front row and then, Mate, yeah. yeah almost, almost scored and haven't got close since. <laughs> Literally my first carry, bro, I think I got like, Couple centimeters away, bro. I was like, crazy, bro. All my mates still talking. And you about still haven't scored, hey? Still haven't scored, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what is that feeling, bro? You like speak bro, it's to me? Terrible, man. How? Like, what do you what do you reckon the problem is here? <laughs> yeah, bro. Honestly, man, I, I don't even know. Eh? Like the other day, like when I, I proposed to my missus, yeah, blokes weren't even saying congratulations. They're like, oh, you finally scored and that. Like that's that's the type of type of DMs I was getting. Like, oh, you finally scored, bro. Like, I go out to dinner oh, with my missus. Bro. Like me and my missus, we're going out to dinner. Bro, I can't tell you honestly how many blokes just come up to me and tell me like, bro, I backed ya, bro, you need a score, man. You're losing me a lot of money. I'm like, bro, like, I'm doing my best, bro. <laughs> I'm not going anything intentionally, not trying to score. But I'm telling you, everywhere I go, it's just like, bro, are you gonna score or what? It's not like, yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's like, oh, I play NRL, like do all this, like you don't miss any tackles really, but anyone all, all I care yeah. about is to score it. To be honest, bro, I was flying under the radar and then it was that NRL race, bro. He just jumped on and then everyone jumped just on jumped it? on board, bro. So bro, it's just, so fucking funny. Yeah, bro. It's so it's, funny. It's, yeah, it's funny, but it's, at the same time, it's I miss, punish. It's a punish, bro, when you're with your missus and that. <laughs> Oh. oh, and like what's crazy is you, your debut, you were centimetres away. Yeah. Like you could have, this could have all been avoided if you just, a little bit stronger. A few extra sessions in the gym, you would have made it, bro. Bro, I know. <laughs> you, you see all these blokes, they score these ones where the ball just falls and they just put their fingers yeah. on it. Bro, I'm t I don't know if I have to run through three big walls or something. Mate, I don't know how I'm going to get it. What is doing? And now, like, now the yeah. monkey's on your back. Yeah. You know, like, now it's like, fuck. Like, yeah. Could you, you, like, you could potentially go 100 games without bro. scoring in it. Me, yeah. Oh, hopefully not, bro. But, uh, <laughs> fuck, you never know. <laughs> Honestly, bro. I just told my missus. My missus is like, babe, is that bad you haven't scored? And I was like, it's not my job, babe. Like, don't, worry, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll leave it. <laughs> I'll just play it because she doesn't understand the game, bro. Yeah, so 100%. I'll just make it out like, yeah, it's not a part of my job. It's not, you know, it's not in the job description or whatnot. And she's like, yeah, she's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, yeah. 
fuck? Yeah, yeah then, good. And my mates, bro, like my mates got all these tactics they want me to pull to try score. <laughs> try my, score try. No. my mates like, why don't you run an X, Y, Z to try score? I'm like, bro, you don't know what you're talking about, bro. You, <laughs> can't, just, up, you can't just do these yeah, like, 100%. imaginary plays, bro. You're best in professional. <laughs> like, you can't just, bro. Oh, I'm, fuck, I'm, that's I'm telling you, that many people tip me up on how to score and all this stuff, bro. Literally. Mate. It's funny, bro, because, well, it's not really funny, but, we were versus Melbourne last year, or mm. the year that just passed, I, the score was blown out, whatnot. Mm. And I actually went over, but I got held up. And the me and the boys were laughing because, not laughing, but we were like laughing at the fact that I actually went over, yeah, but then yeah. I got swarmed, bro. It was like a bunch of magpies just sent a piece of bread. That's, yeah. I got swarmed by like 10 of them, bro, to get held up. And, and then, they were like ahead by so much, they could have just clocked off yeah, once. Bro, oh, it was just like crazy. Fuck. Like that was the closest I got this year. <laughs> I need to get, yeah, swarmed by 10 blokes. Oh, fuck, that's good, bro. Yeah. That's so fucking good. Okay, so, um, so you make your debut and it was one day before your 21st birthday. What was the celebrations like? Yeah, it was pretty mad, man, because at the time, I think because we, we beat Newcastle, we got in the bus on the way back home mm. and then Ivan was just like, boys, he's, he's going to have the week off. Oh. So I was like, make my debut. Mate. Just about to turn 21 this yeah. week. Yeah. Like, doesn't get better than doesn't that. Doesn't get better than that, bro. Yeah. I was, like, yeah, it was... Yeah, it was mad, man. Because I had the whole week off. Yep, yep. Just, yeah, enjoying the whole week with my mates. You know, my yep. mates taking me out for dinner and whatnot. Just doing yep. stuff with the family. Yeah, it was just massive. Now, um, you, in that season as well, you, you, you make 249 tackles. You only missed five. Uh, and you had the best tackle percentage in the NRL over the regular season. Again, was, is, is defence something your whole career that you've pried yourself on? Or it's just, it's just a part of your game? It's just the way it is? Yeah, I think it's sort of, yeah, it's always sort of been the cornerstone of my game yeah i don't think you know i think you know defensively i've, I've always prided myself and trying to be reliable and I, I sort of just want to be that player that everyone wants to play with mm. you know i don't really care what like outside people say but as long as my teammates you know like playing with me then, then i feel like you know i'm happy you know yep. and after a game that's that's the first thing that you know sort of i look at is you know you know like did i do a job for my teammates and that's sort of the player i've sort of just sort of try to become and still trying to work towards, um, yeah, just sort of trying to be that player that my teammates want to play with. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Um, and also you get selected for Lebanon in the World Cup. Uh, <laughs> what, what was that? I mean, that would have been a proud, proud moment, surely. Yeah, that was massive, man. I probably, I probably didn't realise how big it was until I participated in that World Cup with the boys. You know, we, we obviously had, you know, Adam, you know, started his career there and then Robbie obviously came was already a part of it and Mitch Moses, Michael Leisha and um, Tim Manor. Mm. So we had a good good group of boys there and sort of probably one of the best experiences of, of my um, career, man, to be honest with you, to be yep. fair, you know, being in Sydney as well, like just seeing the amount of, you know, support we got, you know, mm. I'm, I'm literally like, we were, we were on camp for about six weeks and like every day there would be a new restaurant that wanted to have us, like Lebanese restaurant that yeah, wanted good. to like host us. Like yeah. it was just crazy about how the, the community got behind us. And you know, I've spoken to you about it before, but just the way the Lebanese community get behind, you know, rugby yeah. league and specifically, you know, the Cedars at that time, it was just, it was massive, man. It was real humbling as well, just to see, you know, that amount of support we had. And we ended up doing, you know, pretty good. You know, we got our first World Cup win against France and, you know, the what came out of that was just massive i remember rocking up to the game bro there's drums going off yeah yeah, yeah. there's people playing the flute and playing like all these it was just going crazy bro. Yeah. like people traveling down from maryland or wherever out west and bringing like a different flavor to rugby league like with the 100%. drums and everything like that you don't really usually see that kind of yeah it's just a different flavor 100 percent. I, like I think back in the day you know bulldogs used that they used to like bring it to the doggies games and that but it sort yeah. of don't really do much anymore but yeah sort of yeah bringing a new sort of life to um 
the World Cup, man, because yep. it, was, it was massive, man. I reckon I, I put it back down to our, our fan base, you know, the Lebanon fan base, that mm. is as the reason why we got so, you know, went so well in that World Cup as we did because, yeah, you know, the amount of energy that they gave to us was just massive, man. It was, yeah, like I said, it was one of the best experiences of... You know, and did you, have you had a chance to travel, like, to Lebanon or anywhere like that with the team or have you travelled to Lebanon at all in your life? No, nah, I haven't, man. To be honest, we were supposed to go this year because me and a few of the boys went... Uh, met up with Michael Checker earlier this yep. year and and he sort of spoke about it you know we were going to raise funds to um get the team to go over to Lebanon just to connect to our roots a bit a bit closer so mm. leading up to the 2021 World Cup yeah because um but um obviously because of COVID we couldn't yep. but yeah personally I haven't been yet but yeah I'd love to go over there at the moment they're not going through too good of a yeah. time so yeah. you know hopefully you know things get better there Mate, very tough time over there very very tough time so 2018, uh, again, you lead the competition with the highest effective tackle percentage. Um, so at what point did you sign? So you signed midway through 2017, a two-year deal or three-year deal? Three-year deal. Three-year three deal yeah. to 2020. Two, yeah, 2020, yeah. Okay, so, but in 2018, that's also when Ivan moves on and Madge comes in. 2018, end of 2018, yeah. End of 2018. After 2018. Did, season, what, yeah. what year do you think was your, your best year? Was it 2018? Was it, you know, because you've come ninth that year. Mm. Um, and then I think since then you've you've maybe ninth again, then 11th. Then anyway, it was, I, I remember there was a year, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 2018, where you were one win away from making the finals. 2019. 2019, yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you feel like 2019 was your best year or what, um, what's been your best year? No, nah, I think oh, they've all had their moments. I, I sort of... Yeah, I, I don't. Feel, I don't feel like I've reached my potential yet as a player. Yep. I feel still feel like I've got a lot to work on and a lot to improve on. But um, yeah, I sort of yeah. Every year, sort of had you know up uh, high moments, low moments. You know, we we haven't really as a team we haven't really made the eight. So you know, like I said, that roller coaster has been ridden and we rode the highs and the lows. And yeah, it's sort of been the story for the last couple of years. I think yeah, you know, which has been unfortunate. But um, yeah, looking to you know go better next year. Hopefully, hopefully um. Do you feel like, you know, when you come to the club, it was, you know, you, you guys hadn't played finals for a little bit, but do you feel like the pressure is kind of, has it gotten more since coming to the club or do you think you just take it year by year? I think, yeah, definitely, man. Oh, yeah, you know, the club hasn't played finals footy for a decade, you know, and yeah. I think the fans deserve, you know, to see their team play in the finals. And I guess you can take it as pressure, but you can also take it as an opportunity, you know. Sure. I think, you know... Personally, you know, I, I want to play finals footy f like for the fans and for the West Tigers because they haven't had it for a, a decade. So, you know, you sort of already like if, if when we do play finals, it's you sort of you know going to be that team that made the finals, Bloody you know, in the past decade. So, mate, imagine that it would go nuts. The fan base would go nuts yeah. if he's made the finals. Hundred percent, man. Like obviously, you know, we cop a lot in through the media of, or whatever, but. You know, in saying that, it obviously shows people care. Yeah, you know, and like, like you said just then. Um, you know, once we start going well, when we yeah. do start going well, you know, the amount of, you know, people that will just get, get on the back of us will be massive. And I think it's what, you know, what you know, the fans deserve as well. Yep. And so 2019, that's when, so at the end of 2018, Ivan leaves. What was that whole situation like for you as a player? Because he's the guy that brought you to the club. Yeah. You know, what was, what was the feeling like for you? Yeah, look, man, I, I understood, to be honest with you, man, because mm. he, he's, a, he's a champion, man, and I, I'm forever in debt for him for giving me my debut, to be honest yep. with you, man. And, you know, I, I understood the situation. It was obviously, you know, probably, you know, didn't get played out in the media too well, but um, personally, man, I, I hold no grudges, man. Yep. I, I, I thought it was it was a great decision for himself, and, mm. and you know, the club's moved on, you know, and so be it, you know. I, I, 
So, yeah. I, what was it like bringing, when Madge came in? We Was it um, – because they're very, very different coaches, like mm. very different coaches. Did you, you – obviously you would have heard that he's a very tough coach, Madge. Did you immediately feel that with the training and that? Was it upping in intensity? Yeah, definitely <laughs> upping in intensity. But I, I loved him, man. I was excited about the fact that he was joining our club. You know, yeah. he obviously – he's had a lot of success over at Wigan and overseas, and he's also had a lot of success here with, you know, yeah. Rabbitohs, yeah. you know, delivering them their premiership. So I was excited about the opportunity to work with him, and I still am, you know – I can't speak highly enough of him, man. Mm. You know, he, he's a great coach. And Give us an insight into, you know, even me personally, like I only ever see the highly intense match, like the fucking yeah. fuck. But give us an insight maybe into the, 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 the bloke outside of footy. Is he, does he have a, a joking kind of side to him? or? Yeah, man, I think, you know, living with him for nine weeks up in um, Brisbane, you know, yep. getting to see the, you know, the family side of him and... Mm. Just seeing how much he cares about his players, and he's always trying to like do activities, you know, where the players can, you know, you know, voice, you know, how their upbringing and whatnot, and just digging deeper. And he's really good at that, you know, just um, finding out more about the players and, and knowing them more on a personal level, you know. So it's not all just footy, you know. It's, yeah, he's really good like that, you know, making sure that you know he builds a good connection with his players. And mm. like I said, man, like I've been working with him for the past three or four seasons, and you know, he's a really good, he's a really good um, person f- first and foremost, and. You know, secondly, he's a really good coach as well. And personally, man, I, I think, you know, he he appreciates what I bring as well because he's all about hard work and discipline yeah, and, totally. you know, all that stuff because that's sort of what's brought, you know, him and his team's a lot of um, success. It's just about making sure that everyone goes in the same direction. Absolutely. So 2019 rolls around. So I'm pretty sure, is that correct that 2019 was his first year? Yeah. So 2019 was his first year, and you just go within one game of finals footy. Did you play in that game against the Sharkies? Yeah, I was still playing it, man. It was Mate, walk us through it. Do you remember it? What do you remember? Yeah, it was game? crazy, man. So it was sort of we had a good finish to the back end of the year, and that Sharkies game we came, it was at Leica. We had every reason of why Mate, we had to win there. the game. Yeah, but it was there. Yeah, Farrow's you know fairy tale. Like hope, hopefully it was going to be fairy fairy tale finish, but um, yeah. Yeah, man, we just we missed it. Oh, in warm up, man, we we lost Corey Thompson. He was he was playing really good oh, for us at that I time. I think I remember that. And who, was, who replaced him? Momers, Momovoski. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then Corey was uh, Tom Tubbsy was playing good for us at fullback, and yeah, he done something to his calf in the warm up, and then we run it. We come in the huddle, and then I seen Tubbsy was like shaking the boys' hands. Like he was he was upset, obviously, yeah, not being totally. a part of the game, and then he managed those Momers to fullback, and then um. Benji to hooker. Oh, and then Robbie, and then I sent Robbie lacing up the boots. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, Robbie had done his media or something a couple oh, of weeks ago. Oh, he wasn't going to play. He, was, yeah. he didn't even bring his boots or nah, something. No, he didn't bring his boots. Because like, he was literally like, giving us talks before the game. Like, you know, what so to he do, didn't even warm up. Do. Didn't warm up, bro. He just rolled in. Yeah. And then ah, I said, well, what are you doing? And he goes, yeah. I'm playing, bro. Like, I'm playing. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, good this. And then, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, Sort of like Farrah ended up playing and then, yep. yes, yeah, we didn't, we didn't so play just, well that did day. He, he didn't start though. So Benji went to hooker. Be- Benji went to hooker. Yep. And who was your six and seven then? It would have been Brooksy and... Brooksy and... Um, and, and so Farrah come onto the bench then? I think Benji was sort of attacking at hooker but defending at... It was, it was, it was a different yeah, setup. Okay, so we different just had setup. to we had to middle up with the team yeah, just because yeah, okay. Tubbsy played such an important role at fullback yeah. and... Totally. We didn't really have a replacement on hand because yeah, it happened yeah. in the warm up. So, mate, yeah, that's then, wild. Then, like Farrah, like just rocking up, not even going to play, didn't even warm up, and goes on the bench. It was crazy, man. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Like seeing him lace up the boots <laughs> and then we're running out, and like I'm, I'm, you're trying to focus on the game, but then you're yeah. also thinking, like, what's he doing? Like, yeah, hundred you know, percent. But you know, obviously, we ended up being like 
terrible result because we yeah. didn't win but it was i was happy for him like to play his last game at yeah, like totally. where it all began for him so do you yeah. remember anything from the game specifically do you remember paul gallon's field goal yeah that's what i was about to say i remember his field goal sort of just fuck that would have stung yeah that stung me <laughs> yeah because i knew how much it meant for the club to play finals yeah, like, totally. it was a sold out stadium after like two it was days beautiful bro beautiful it was setup. massive it was yeah, a massive yeah. afternoon we and we lost and it was just yeah it was terrible bro who, who who's the, the toughest team to play against as a front rower Every team's like sort of different, man, to be honest with you. Yep. Like every team, like some teams play quick, some teams, you know, play the power game. Yep. I probably have to say probably Melbourne, bro, because their yep. wrestle is so good and yep. they just sort of, yeah, every every player is sort of a threat. Mm. You know, right. They control yeah. the ruck so well. Yeah, and they control the ruck so well, yeah. Yep. Probably Melbourne, man. Who's yeah. undercover that a lot of fans um, may not be aware that like they're actually a really tough team. They, they may not have the runs on the board like the Storm do, but they're just constantly just a tough outing. Um. Probably say, oh, yeah. Probably say, yeah. I don't know. Hey, eh? I don't know. have to think what about first that. come to your mind. What was the first? first? I was thinking, um, Sharkies, like, cause we 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 had a tough trot with them the last couple of times we versed yeah, them. Okay. Like they see, they seem to just, yeah, they they they're tough, man. Like yeah, they probably okay. don't have the same amount of runs on the board as um storming that. Start storming well, that. Yeah. Sharkies are they throw the ball around. They're a real they're a real good attacking team, man. So yeah, okay. they sort of put pressure on your defence. Yep. yep. Yeah. Who's been the toughest player you've played against where you've gone like this guy's a beast? Toughest player. I'll probably bro, I'll probably say um uh Lolo, bro. Oh really? Yeah, just because he's so quick, bro, and he's he's a yep. unit and, and he's, he's just, got footwork he's too. He's got footwork as well, bro. It's just like all in one. It's just like, bro, yep. what do you do? Mate, because like the you, even to that, like, there's no other player that's as big and as explosive as him. Usually, it's like one or the other. Like, yeah. even like Payne has, for example, he's massive, yeah. but he's probably not as good as laterally as a Tamalolo. But Tam, like, don't get me wrong, Payne has is unbelievable. Yeah, he's a freak. As well, yeah. <laughs> um, what's it like playing a bloke like Payne has? He's only Bro, he's a freak, man. Oh, yeah, he's gonna, yeah, he he's creating a legacy of his own at the yeah, moment, sure. man. But yeah, he's a freak. Um, and also, 2019, you signed a two-year extension to stay at the club. Was there any other clubs interested or you just, you loved what you saw with Madge and you were committed to the what his direction was or? At the time, man, I didn't even go to market because yeah, it happened okay. before November 1. It was it actually happened like as soon as we pretty much finished the season on a sign. Like, oh, really? Yeah, so it wasn't like, I didn't really get the chance to even yep. speak to any other clubs or anything. And I was I was happy at Tigers, man, because like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty big on loyalty. I, even though, you know, even in rugby league these days doesn't, yeah. doesn't exist as much as it did back in the past. But yep. yeah, I was happy with the way that, Things were going with Madge as well. Like we obviously just missed out on the finals. Like mm. so, things were going you know pretty good. And he sort of st st uh, that season. I pretty much stayed, uh, started in front row. So yeah. I was happy for him to give me that opportunity and just sort of, sort of wanted to excel in that. So yeah. So it was just one of those things where you, like there's nothing better as a player that a club shows you how much they want you yeah. by before you're even on the market. They're like, yeah. we want to resign you. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't feel underappreciated. So yeah, it was it was massive for me to stay at the club. Yeah. And so 2020 rolls around. Um, you only played 12 games that season. Mm. Um, was that injury that kept you out for that year or was it form yeah. or? No, yeah, it was mainly injury, man. Like I remember doing, I think it was around three or four. I was, I was actually, like, I was happy with how I think my form was going. And yep. then I did my medial against um, Cowboys. Mm. And I was just like, fuck. Yeah. Not now, man. Like, yeah. Was it bro. six weeks or four weeks or how long? Ended up being longer, bro. Ended up being like oh, seven weeks, man. Really? Yeah. So you fully it was a high grade? Yeah, yeah. Did you have to get um, surgery to nah, retouch? No, nah, no, nah, I didn't have okay. to get surgery, which was which was good. But it just it just came back seven and seven weeks, seven wow. weeks, man. It was just like a long period, man, for me, like personally, because mm. 
I had never been in rehab before that. Like, I had a sh- like touch yeah. wood. I had a I had, I had a pr- pretty good run. Mm. And then seven weeks that was that was challenging in itself. But you know I was staying grateful and whatnot. But yeah, that was obviously tough. And then my first game back, I played, played against Warriors. My first run, cracked my sternum and break a rib. But I was Bruh. like, bro, my first run. And oh, then who did ended it? Up, Do you remember? I think, bro, it was like a bunch of them, bro. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just got swarmed. I don't know. And then, yeah, cracked the rib, broke the stone. I heard it crack, and then I was like, bro, my first run, I'm not going off. Like, yeah. I, oh, I really? Playing, I didn't play good. How long did you play for? And then I played in the game. Get did a needle at half time. Needle didn't, do, needle didn't do anything. Like, I was getting needles. So real. you had a cracked sternum and a yeah. broken rib. Yeah. And you played the 80. No, I didn't play the 80. He came off and then he went back on for another you stint. Went back on. But yeah, oh. I just, it was my first game, bro. And I was just like, bro, I'm over this. Like, I don't want to miss any more yeah, footy. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And then I missed another couple of weeks after that. And then, and then it was sort of like... What were you thinking in the game? Were you just seat? like, nah, I'm yeah. not going off. Bro, I was like, this. bro, what, what's this? What's going on, bro? Because <laughs> it's so painful. It was my first run. Like, fair enough if I have a second or third run. But your first <laughs> run, you're like, bro, are you serious? And I'm like, bro, oh, my yeah. God. And that was like sort of a tough season because... In the off season, 2019 mm. off season, I yeah. got surgery on my groins and my um, hip. Oh, so just a disaster! Like everything just so, not working. So I didn't do the whole preseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I jumped in, jumped in, played a couple of games, did my medial, mm. came back first game, did my sternum Fuck. rib, and that was the back end of the season. We weren't going too well. We yeah. Sort of just, I wasn't in a good frame of mind at the time. Totally. But yeah, so then, mate. Yeah, that was sort of tough. So man. you stayed on for like 20. With a cracked sternum, broken rib, then you got taken off for your rest, yeah. and then, then you went back out yeah. there with the needle. But I th- I, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't play, have a good game. I, I, <laughs> I, mean, I probably would have done. Excuse. Yeah, no, I didn't. No, I, would, I probably, yeah, didn't. Did have no a good one game. no favors. Did no one no favors. Yeah, didn't do myself a favor. I didn't do anyone oh, a favor. Oh man, was it painful? Yeah, yeah, it was just annoying, bro. Because like, just had no strength in that. Yeah, like, bro, what yeah. am I doing? <laughs> But like I said, because it was my first game, there was no way I was just going to put my hand. Like, yeah. I, I, I just can't do that. I'm just, uh, doesn't wow. matter what it, yeah. Wow. Cracked, cracked sternum. And, and um, did you have to wear a pad for the rest of the year as well? Yeah, and then I came back for the last couple of games and wore a pad and it was all right. Like it was, Were your butterfingers though? Or you're all good? It was all right, bro. But yeah, it used when to get in my yeah. way because it was a massive one. And because it was like up here, it was like my clavicular, like it was something up here. Like, yeah, yeah. And they had to put it like near my neck and that. I was like wigging out, bro. I was like, bro. <laughs> you had like a front... Brent Tate one, you had one on the front, one of those like guards, like when yeah. they cast. You had one of those bro, things. It was, it was pretty weird, man. Then I had to go to a doctor's house, bro, to like test it out. Oh, really? It was like he'd need, like, need it to test it to see yeah. if it's, it's going to be sweet and that. And like it was doing, what was he shit. doing like, I was tackling test? the doctor and that, <laughs> testing it. <laughs> tackling the doctor, yeah. And he's like, oh, no, you can't tackle me. You tackle the pillars, start tackling the pillars and that. <laughs> doing weird what? Shit, in his house? Yeah. You were tackling like the pillars in his yeah, house? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> test that. I was like, Oh, whatever, bro. Oh whatever God. you say, man. Oh. I just need to point out in that game, forty-six tackles, no misses. The broken sternum. Forty-six <laughs> tackles, no. You're a fucking maniac, bro. I was hanging on by a thread. Oh, <laughs> he's had a bad game. Forty-six tackles, zero misses with a broken. That's yeah, fucking no wild, bro. What you, is it like? Because like, where does the toughness come from? Is it just fucking? I just like playing footy. No, I'm just like like I said to you before. I don't want to let my teammates down. Like, yeah, bro, it was just it was just one of those things. My first game back, I already felt like I left it, let them down. Or I just, I did, yeah, like I said, yeah. it was my first run. I wasn't going to go off. Like it was weird. <laughs> oh my you god! Know, but yeah, I um, didn't do anyone a service that day. I told you. Like, I'm telling you, I didn't have a game. Like, that, <laughs> stats can say one thing, but yeah, I know the truth. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a good game, bro. No, nah, it wasn't a good game. Oh, fuck you, legend, bro. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, 
that's yeah. I mean, it's a, but it's a good trait to have. To, to, to trait to have is to not to be willing to let the boys down. Um, you can build teams around that stuff. You can build teams around that. Okay, so for that for that year was that that was obviously your first dealing with like long term injuries. What do you think you learnt the most from that period? Probably just how much, bro. I love the game, man. Like. Like you, you don't realise, but when you're in rehab and that, you just watch the boys prepare for a game and that. You're like, it's things, yeah. It's things, yeah, bro. Because you sort of like you don't have because you're not you're not you don't have that drive to play a game because you're not you obviously can't. Yeah. You don't have that you know them butterflies before a game and that. You sort of miss that. Mm. And it sort of yeah put everything into perspective. You know, sort of just wanting to get back out on the field and you know obviously learn as well that you just sort of just got to be grateful every game you play, man, yep. because you don't want to miss any. Mate, hundred percent. Like. It, just like a split second situation can happen. Yeah. And then you're out for fucking three months. Yeah. So, um, okay. So coming into 2020, uh, this season that just went, um, what was that, you know, what was the mindset? What were you thinking personally? Was there goals that you had mm. personally? Whether it was there, did you feel like you were at the stage of your career where you could really impact the team and become a leader? Because you're 25 mm. now. So you're coming yeah. into that real good age where you can grow into a leader. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. Obviously, going off the season 2020, I was obviously like had a lot of drive going into this season because I just wanted to stay on the field, play mm. consistent and play good footy and, and you know, drive Tigers into the final and sort of play in that leadership role. But, yeah, obviously, it was another tough year. And, mm. yeah, a lot of them, you know, goals didn't get ticked off, unfortunately, you know. Yeah. So... Yeah, have to strive better for 2022. So, what do you what what's the mindset then going into this year? What do you think that you're gonna bring to the team? You know what I mean? Like mm. this, every single I felt anyway. Every year, I felt like there was a new bit of information that okay, I've learned this now, yeah. and then I've learned okay, well, I need to you know, for example, when I was at the Warriors, Tatey Brent Tate would always say to me like, just control what you can control, like work as hard as you can, yeah. train as hard as you can, and everything. It may not come around in four to five games. But eventually, things will turn around. Yeah, obviously, I adopted that mindset. But it, I've adopted that mindset, you know, sort of control what you can control. But at the same time, obviously, being in that leadership group and you know, at a club now where you know there's a lot of younger boys where you do need it, you know, help where you can and yep. and whatnot. It's it's sort of trying to find that fine line as well where you you know you got to also you know yeah. help other guys as well and absolutely make sure they're on the right track. So. I think going into this season, I've learned a lot. Been in that leadership space for a year now. Yep. Finding out, you know, where where you got to do things, how you got to do things, and mm. all that sort of thing. So hopefully, I'll be better for the run for it going into this year. Yeah. Yep. And when did when did they start filming for the doco? Right. Like, did you know about that? When did you first know? It's about actually it? funny, man. You say that because there'll be like training sessions, and we'll just be talking about boys chatting that, and yeah. then one of the boys will be like, "Oh, bro, I got a, I got this, <laughs> bro." What are you saying a bit earlier, bro? We're having voice chat, you <laughs> yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you could yeah, it'd be like halfway through a session, you know? And yeah, then yeah. I, I was like, oh, bro. So what? So when did you know about the, the doc, documentary? When did you to be honest, I don't even know, man. Like, oh, I think so it was like, I think it was, oh, no, they, they told us. Yeah. I, they, I remember they pulling are pulling us together and saying we're going to film a doc. I think we found out about um, pre-season. So the pre-season, pre-season for, for this year. 2020, yeah. So end okay. of 2020. So end of 2020, they pulled you in. Said we're going to do a documentary. We're going to do a doco. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the was that, excited about was it? Was that Fox League that said that, or was it the no, Tigers? No, like CEO and that got us together and yeah, okay. you know, presented the idea to us. And yeah, yeah, all the boys were for it. Yeah. Yeah. So they were all keen. Yeah, all the boys sweet. were keen on it, man. Yeah, yep. yeah. And what was it yeah. like having the crew following you around in that? Oh, it was a pretty crazy experience, man. Like obviously it was, it would have been better for winning. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, the light that it sort of. Yeah, like it was it was good for the fans and that because 
they, they got to see, to, you know, deeper into, you know, what, what really goes on. But yeah. at the same time, you know, it would have been nice if we're winning and that shows some, yeah. you know, positive content. Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. Like, in a perfect world, yeah, it's, a, it's great. But in a world where you don't need extra pressure, like with the documentary, yeah. sometimes it can be, um, you, you could argue, well, do the Tigers really need the extra pressure of a documentary? But on the flip side of that, and I, I love the documentary. I thought it was fantastic yeah. that we got to see. I thought it was really good in this like take all the the pressure side away let's just say that you can deal with as much pressure as there is i thought it was good for the fans to see how much you care and how hard you train and how all the things that go into it where sometimes it's very easy for us as fans i consider myself a fan now to forget everything that goes into a game from the admin all the way down to the boys 100 percent, man like it's pretty crazy like it it gives you know fans an insight but that's what it gives them an insight like yeah then they being there on the day to day, it's it's a lot different, you know, because there's so much more that goes into what we do. Yep. yep. But yeah, you only seen the tip of the iceberg, really. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Totally. But I think it was good for the fans, and yep. You know, I think most of the like information they got back was it was positive, and yep. You don't go into a season, you know, thinking you know we're going to have the season we did. So. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Is there any plans for another one that you know of, or you haven't been haven't really? I, I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything yeah, about okay. it. So, Matt, yeah. I, yeah, as I said, I watched every one. Did a review <laughs> on every one as well. Um, so actually walk us through, you know, that, that loss against the Storm. What's, like, try to explain to the, the, the fans and the community, like, what's that feeling like being on the field like that, on the edge? Like, we always hear oh. the glory of, you know, how great it was, but we never really usually hear a detailed of events of, like, how tough it is mentally to, have to, to not only deal with the loss, but then the fallout after the loss, you know? Yeah, bro, like, it was... Yeah, it was tough, man. It was tough. It was a real big reality check as well, man. Yep. Just to see where where we were at, mm. you know, as a team and individually, you know, you know, from the get go, we were just off the mark, and you know, it was a, it was a tough outing, man. Oh, there's no there's no doubt in that, man. But in, in the same token, you know, there was a lot of stuff that came after it and whatnot. But I, th- I think, in a sense, it sort of brought the boys closer with each other because mm. you had no other choice, you know. Every yeah. your backs were against the wall, and totally, we had to get cl- we had to, we had to you know come closer with each other and. What did it feel like on the field? Were you yeah. just like, we just, like, what did it feel like? You know, like were they just making yeah. break line breaks at will or? Bro, it was just like, and it, the harder you try, the worse it got sort yeah, of thing. Okay. That's, yeah, like, yeah. It was literally one of those. You like, try and fix it yourself and then, you know, all of a sudden there's gaps. Yeah, like if you're whatever. chasing a bloke down the sideline, he, he, like you're sprinting as hard as you can, but then he just wrong foot to like, Things yep. like that. It just, yep. it was like the harder, yeah, it was, it was a tough, bro, it was literally like, it was tough, man. It yep. was, it was tough mentally, like, yep. after the game, just dealing with like the loss and that. It was, mm. yeah, but. What's been your favourite um, win that you guys have been a part of? Something that you you really brought the boys together and you enjoyed? Are you talking about this year, the one that you uh, passed? Your career, other than your debut. Um, bro, I remember a game at Manly. Uh, I think it was at Manly, man. Mm. Yeah, it was lost to like Benji Marshall Clinic, man. It yeah. was just it was just a massive game, bro. Because it was just yeah, it was just like Benji wound back the clock, man, and like yeah, we were just on top the whole game, man. I remember we were going in at half time and like. We were up at like I don't know something, like twenty points or something, and mm. and like we were going in, and it was just a mad game, bro. It was just a mad vibe. I think Manly were doing well at the time as yep. well, and yeah, it was just I think we were underdogs, and it was just a massive game. I still remember it. Yeah, it was mm. just it was what's crazy. um what's something that you learned from Benji watching a, a legend like him at training each day? Probably for for me, like learning off Benji is just the main thing was just his attitude. Yeah, just loves the game and just. Wants to give everything to the game. Like yep. he feel it's like almost like he felt like he owed the game something. Like he just loved the game so much. Yeah, and probably just his humbleness as well. People don't realize, but 
Like he, he speaks to everyone the same. He doesn't, you know, you know, waver with with how he speaks to people and yep. yeah, he just he's done it all in the game and he's, yeah, he's just a legend, bro. Yeah. What's and what's the goal for you personally? Um, is it is it to play? You know, hopefully one day if you could put on that blue jersey, the sky blue, is that mm. a goal for you or is it, you know, to help develop Lebanon as a team? What what's the goal for you? For me personally, it's just to help develop tight, like the club into a top eight team, man. Because I know that good things will flow on the back of that. Yeah, okay. You know, while we're at the, you know, the back end of the ladder. Yeah. I, I know that. You know, you can have all these goals and whatnot, mm. but if you if your team you aren't going out there every week and you aren't yep. getting the, the points, you know, it's, it's, you're making everything tough on yourself. And absolutely. Yeah. So I think you know, for me personally, it's just about having that goal and just mm. being real specific with that how I can help the team and yep. being a top eight team, and I know good things will flow on the back of that. Who's the best player that you've played with? Underrated. Obviously, Benji would be yeah. up there, but who's the best player you've played with? Best player I've played with? Probably Teddy, bro. I remember my first year I got there. It was just like... Teddy it was like Mania. an eight stuff, man. It was like they just give him the ball and then just yeah. do whatever. And I was pretty new to the club. But obviously, I knew he was a freak. Yeah. But then, like, obviously playing with him, when you, when you, no, as a front rower, like when your ass is hanging out you, yep. and you have a fullback like that, they just... Yeah. Breaks for 15 tackles to score a try it helps. Yeah, so, yeah. Playing with him obviously was a mad experience, and yep. I played some. Yeah, good play. Like obviously Robbie was up there. Mm. You know, Robbie's. What was it like for you that period where the, the big four chat of Woods, Moses, Brooks, and f- was it? Oh, and Teddy. Yeah, and Teddy. Um, <laughs> big four. Yeah, know, like Teddy. Teddy's the biggest player. <laughs> all. Um, you know, you being a younger player, what was? Watching that whole thing unf- yeah. f- and then you guys losing a guy like Teddy, was that what was it like for you? Well, that that happened at, in the, during the JT stuff because okay. if you remember, I, Ivan came in at the back end, but that was already, yep. he, I think it was sorted within a week. Yeah, okay. So I didn't really get to see too much of it. But when I came to the Tigers, man, like, oh man, like Woodsy took me under his wing straight away. Like at the time yep. he was playing for Aussies and, mm. and New South Wales, took me under his wing, bro, and just like really like made me feel like Tigers was my home. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be forever grateful for that. And then, um, Obviously, Teddy, you know, he continued to give 100%. And, yeah. you know, it was yeah, obviously tough the next year not playing with them because they were such good players. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, and, and Lebanon, what's the what's the feeling with Lebanon? Are you just keen as to get that jersey back on? Yeah, what? 100%, bro. Like, I, I, look, I don't know if, like, you know, hopefully like, everyone comes up, you know, to Europe and that. But when I was in Sydney last time, it just helped so much because oh, everyone could go. The community, yeah, they were just right behind us. But, you know, yep. it's going to be mad. Like, it'll be, it'll be awesome. I think, you know, we got a, a pretty good run this time compared to what we had last time. Yep. Like, last time we, you know, I think we versed um, France first, then Australia, then England, or England, then Australia, oh, and, then oh, Tong- and then we versed Tonga. Oh, well, fuck. That's, so, come but on, we, man. We play, we play good against them, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, like, this year, I think, like, we're in a bit of a different pool, but, yeah. Well, you want a pool that you can, you know, like, it's... You've got the same resources and, and exposure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. But no, look, it's, it's, it'll be good. Yeah, mate. I I, I, good. I love watching. I remember was it the nines or something a few years ago? Yeah, nines. Guys, yeah, yeah. The years went all right for a little bit. Well, they beat. Yeah, they beat. I was gonna play because I had my surgery. But yeah, okay. They um the boys beat England and yeah. then then they got disqualified because we had a sixteen or seventeen. You're not playing with us. What? What? <laughs> so then the following, the following. I, I don't know. Exa- like I don't want to add too much GST to it, but I think yep. it's something along the lines. We they said we weren't going to qualify for the finals because there was a sixteen or seventeen. You're not playing with us. I don't know. I'm playing in our team. <laughs> what? And, and yeah. So what? And did they did they not tell him that they were sixteen or seventeen? Oh, I think something like that, man. Because <laughs> he had a big fake beard on. Yeah. <laughs> we all look thirty. We were twelve. <laughs> oh. Fuck, that's hilarious. And yeah. so you beat them and then got disqualified. No, then the following game we were versus, they, 
reverse in like something like one of the second tier nations. Yeah. And the boys, I think their heads were falling off. We didn't play too good and we lost. So, yeah. That's hilarious. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Do man. you have any um, hobbies outside of footy? To be honest, man, I've just finished studying Bachelor of Commerce, major yep. in marketing. So, I just finished my uni. In terms of hobbies, not really, man. Just mm. sort of cruise, man. Do stuff like, yes. Do you follow football or like the EPL or anything like that? Nah, not, not really. really, man. Yep. Nah, I'll get into it a bit. Not much, <coughs> yep. but yeah. Not much at all. Um, okay, if everything happens perfectly in the next 12 months, uh, what are you doing? What's, what's, what's the perfect 12 months for you? Oh, like I said before, man, if, if we play finals footy, man, I'm, yeah. I'm happy, bro. Like, Mate, I'd, I'd love, yeah. I'd love for it to If we play finals happen. footy, I know, like, I know good things will flow off the back of that. Yep. Um, now ask all, the business, all, ask all the boys this. Favourite rapper of all time? Pop Smoke, bro. Pop smoke. Yeah, that's a new generation, yeah. bro. It's a new generation. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, like, nah, if you're, if you're talking like old school and that, probably Tupac, like, yeah, yeah. Tupac Biggie. Nah, like, Pop yeah, smoke, he's a gun. But yeah, he's a gun, man. He's, that first album was yeah. so good. Especially at a young age, man. Mate, bro. 100%. Imagine what he could have done if he was bloody still alive. Crazy, bloke. Um, Favourite movie of all time? Favourite movie of all time, bro. Um, probably A Star Is Born, man. Yep. Yeah, a star is born. Bro, it's pretty. Bro, it's, it's a pretty good mad, movie. It's pretty bro. mad movie, bro. Yeah, bro, it's hectic. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched it. Yeah. But when he actually does that, yeah. bro, I was like, no, surely not. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. Crazy man. Couldn't believe it. Holy shit, um, mate. Thank you. So, actually, who's who's the greatest rugby league player of all time? The goat. Yeah. Oh, obviously, I've been in this era, and I reckon JT. Oh, I just as in Thurston. Thurston, yeah, John yeah. Thurston, yeah, yeah. He's up there. Yeah, he's mate. Oh, he was he's, such a battler. Yeah, he was. Oh, obviously, Cameron Smith as well. I remember like, versing him like mm. as a front row. What's it like playing a guy like Cam Smith? He's so smart, bro. Just yeah. I feel like he's just like three steps ahead of the game, man. Really? Like, yeah, and he's kicking and that. Like you always, if you're in the opposition, you all feel like you're always on your bike, bro. Get him behind the ten meter line, yeah, take yeah. carry, you know, because he just puts him in the right spots and. Yep. And the other thing was, bro, like, we like the six, I remember versing him once, it was like the 65th minute, bro. And we're, like, the whole scrum, everyone's blowing. Yeah. And he's like, sweet. Sweet. I'm like, bro. You're in the, mi- you're in the middle. Bro, like, how does that work? Man? Mate, he's yeah. so good. And was he just really good at knowing when to run, when not to run? Yeah. Oh, just from my experiences <clears throat> of versing him, yeah. It was just, yeah. he just felt like he just had it, had it going, bro. Mate, <laughs> yeah. he, he just, the, his knowledge of rugby league yeah. is probably the best ever. Unbelievable. Crazy, man. Um, Mate, thank you so much for coming on. Really do appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, legend. Uh, Thanks, mate, I, I, as I said, I, I hope the Tigers can make the eight because that area, they'd go nuts. They'd go nuts, They'd bro. go nuts. Yeah. But, mate, thank you so much for coming on. Boom. Thanks, legend.